This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. At an earlier place in time, we sat down with the one, the only, Jules Weinstein. You know, listen, I want to talk to every housewife that's ever been on the Housewife series, and Jules was one that just kind of escaped me until now, that is. We are about to share this never-before-aired chat with the one and only Miss Jules Weinstein prior to the Roni reboot back in a simpler time. Guess I should stop calling it the Roni reboot, right? I mean, it really is just Roni season 14. Prior to all of this, we sat down with Jules. What does Jules have to say? One season wonder. You know, Luann, who seems to be on this show every other month at this point, and we love the Countess, said recently on this very show, out of all the one season wonders, her and Cindy Barshop, and we have our great friend Ebony Williams, Ebony K. Williams, Luann said Jules is the one that she would like to see back the most on Legacy Girls Trip. Can we make that happen, Luann? Stay tuned for our chat with the one and only never before aired blast from the past miss jules Weinstein. hey everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only <laughs> miss jules Weinstein. hi how are you how's that Thank you for, for an having introduction? me david Oh my God. I mean, I love an introduction. You know me. <laughs> what is going on? You're in Boca, right? So what's going on in Boca today? Um, Boca is, I mean, I'm living in La Vida Boca, David. It is amazing. It's actually, there's like an invasion of New York. I, I don't even think it's Florida anymore. It's amazing. Um, the kids and I are loving it. Uh, they love school. I, we moved into a great little house um, on the intercoastal by the beach, and um, we really love it there. I, I mean, I'm not saying my heart is in New York, but um, I, I'm, I think I'm going to stay there for a while. Well, listen, I mean, I'm in New York City, so you really were ahead of your time, because I can attest that every New Yorker pretty much, thanks to COVID, is living in Florida these days. I know I'm so trendy. <laughs> you really are. And you, you do miss New York at times. Oh, I love New York. I love it. My, my family is there. All my friends are there. Um, I visit all the time. So it's not like, I mean, I'm not saying I, I won't move back, but for now, you know. And you know what? You could go back and forth between the two, right? 
yes, two seconds away, you know, so easy. Well, you moved to Boca like shortly after your appearance on Real Housewives of New York City in 2016, season eight. Does that seem, listen, it was only six years ago. Does that seem like only six years ago? Or does that seem like, oh my God, that's another lifetime. Who was that woman? What, when was that? I forgot. You, you reminded me. I was on the show. I forgot I did the show, you know? I mean, it was only one season. I honestly, I wish I did more, but considering, um, what happened in my marriage and I have young children, it was best that I stepped down. Um, and I kind of love my privacy right now, you know, um, although I recently got back on social media, uh, maybe two weeks ago, um, it's kind of, I have like anxiety. It's, it's a lot of work posting a picture, you know, but, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was, it was really nice to have your own privacy. You know, the show was a lot. Did Although you, I loved it. You did. Did you know, I mean, like you lived in New York, it was season eight. Like, did you know what, like, did you watch Real Housewives of New York before you were on it? Like, did you know what you were getting into? Kind of. I mean, I watched maybe the first three seasons, the most important ones, I think. But then, you know, I had kids, whatever. I didn't really watch TV that much. Dorinda was a very good friend of mine. And she convinced me to do it. My kids were going to school, you know, nine to four. And I started a business, Modern Alchemy. Um, and I wanted, you know, to do something. Um, it was a great experience, though. You know, I don't have any regrets. But, um, but no one could ever know what you're getting yourself into. And plus, like, you know, the show, if you do a second season, I think the world really gets to know who you are. The first, the first season, it's you don't really have that chance. You know, people assume, right? People assume, and you were really friends with Dorinda before the show, because you know how that goes. We all know now. Sometimes you're really friends. Sometimes it's Dorinda's quote unquote friends with air quotes, but you actually knew Dorinda. Um. Yeah. No, Dorinda and I met a few years earlier at um, Dr. Shaper, who I put on the show when I, you know, had my cooter accident <laughs> I don't know yes, if you remember you oh um, I remember yes <laughs> um yes we met at his wedding and um and we we I, we loved each other we went to fashion shows birthday parties whatever um and I knew Ramona um we lived uh we were neighbors um in the Hamptons um Bethany uh Bethany we were we had friends in common that's it. So. Who was like when you got there and started filming? Because sometimes, listen, I've heard from everyone, just being friends with someone doesn't mean anything. They, you're your friend. And then when it's like, wait, there's a camera, you're like, who the hell is this person? This is that the friend I've had for 10 years. Like, who was the easiest to connect with out of that group? Like, Dorinda was- and I, Dorinda and I all the way. We were always, you know, sharing rooms. She always had my back. Um loved her um I love Sonia so you know Sonia they don't give a lot of credit to you know she plays this role of like ditzy like Lucille Ball but she's a very very smart she plays that role because listen she's still on the show till this day you know and but she's a she's a businesswoman listen she's a real housewife like she runs that townhouse that's hard I mean I'm a single mom and it's really hard to run a three bedroom, three bathroom home. 
and the property and the landscaping by myself, you know, I can't, it's hard, you know, and, 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 and the money, like she has a business that's successful, you know, like all the girls and even the tipsy girl or whatever the, like, I literally just started working two weeks ago and I'm a single mom. I don't have, I mean, I have my mother, thank God, but it's, it's like, I I have, I, I have so much, I have my, I have to color my hair every 10 days now. Keeping up a home, listen, I'm a single girl and I have a one bedroom and it's hard with no husband and no kids just to like maintain (laughs) the space that I am in. I'm like, why is it? And I have someone who cleans. I'm like, it's just every day. I'm like, why is this place a disaster? And it was literally cleaned yesterday. And like, I, my life is out of control. And yes. Do you know what I just, so I'm opening up, um, my best friend and I are opening up a, like a beauty, wellness, lifestyle, bazaar studio at, do you know the Faina Hotel? Yeah. In Miami. We're just building it. And uh, like, it's not open yet officially. But um, we do IV drips. Right before this interview, I needed an IV drip. And the, um, we have and Botox and, and, and Juvederm <laughs> to come here because I don't have time and I just want to look okay and, and be distressed and in a good mood. Right it's all about the Botox so and I, Juvederm. I could pull my shit together for you, David. Listen, <laughs> and here I am. I mean, I look like I just rolled out of bed basically today, but that's no, actually another. You're, ve- you're very, you're very handsome. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. Are you. You're single. I am single. Are you going to fix me up? Actually? Yeah. It doesn't need to be in a- New York city. I mean, this job, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even New York half the time. I'm like on the road. And people have- don't even know. What about LA? I'm in LA all the time. All the I time. My best, my best friend who I want to convert so I can marry him, but he's not. His name is Nick Lamarada, and he's gorgeous. That's a good and name. And you'll love him. That's a good name. Nick, N- Nikki Lamarada. Listen, I already, I already come with a place in New York. Like, we could be bi-coastal. Like, there's worse options, right? He's amazing. He lived in New York. He just moved there a year ago. Everyone's leaving You'll New love York. him. I'm, listen, we're going to connect after this. Yes, you're going to love him. I'll send you pictures. Oh, please do. It's all about the picture. Um, what was your, like, when you think back to Roni though, like, do you have like certain highs that stick out from your one season? I'll admit it as important it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE.
You know how when someone says to you, oh my God, where did you get that? Well, this holiday season, your answer is going to be Uncommon Goods. Uncommon Goods is just that. It's a website full of, well, Uncommon Goods, goods that you're not going to find anywhere else. They have so many things that are so unique and one of a kind. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free so you don't have to look all around at a whole bunch of different websites. It's one website. Everyone on my list is getting something from Uncommon Goods. I just got a really good friend of mine, a New York City Skyline chess set. And for another friend, I got custom message shortbread cookies. That's right. It's a box of cookies, but I have personal messages for this particular friend. You can customize the messages. Isn't that awesome? These gifts are so personal. Right now, you can get 15% off your next gift. All you have to do is go to uncommongoods.com slash velvet. That's uncommongoods.com slash velvet for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. I love this time of year. It's Thanksgiving. The holidays have officially arrived and the celebrating has started. I love my martinis. You guys know this. I had three of them last night. And guess what? I feel great today because I have used my Waterboy. Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. It really works. You know how hungover I should be with three martinis, but I feel great. I've tried other hydration packs on the market, but nothing worked. That is until I found Waterboy with zero. Zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of Liquid V, your hangover will stand no chance. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond hydration to help with all the other things which come from drinking. Nausea, that anxiety feeling, ugh, that's the worst, and fatigue. I think I'm going to drink three more martinis tonight. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount count with our link at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this holiday season. Nobody in my family is tech savvy, so it seems weird for me to get them a tech adjacent gift, but Aura's digital frame is actually the perfect gift. Why? Because it's tech, but it's so easy to use. I've already purchased Aura frames for everyone in my family, and I know when I send them to them, they're not going to know what to do, but I'm going to explain how easy it is. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. They can share photos or videos from any device and they will instantly appear on the frame. There's no memory card required. The photos look like real prints. Aura frames have meticulously calibrated high-resolution displays, so you can't even tell the difference. Aura detects faces and other key details at a photo so nothing gets left out. And how cool is this? At night when you turn out the lights, your Aura frame also turns off to save energy. From now through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, visit AuraFrames.com and get $40 off their best-selling Carver matte frame with the code VELVET. This is their best deal of the year, so get yours now. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com with a promo code VELVET. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me, you don't trust tap water. And you guys know I drink so much coffee. So I was making all this coffee at home using tap water and it totally freaked me out. And that's how I first discovered and bought an AquaTrue. AquaTrue is a water purifier that uses a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. What does that mean? It means that it removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And it's so much more affordable than drinking bottled water. Do you know that one set of their filters from their classic purifier makes 4,500 bottles of water. 
Their filters last six months to two years, and that comes out to less than three cents a bottle. Right now, I have an exclusive offer for all of you guys, my podcast listeners, available for a limited time during this Black Friday sale. This week, my listeners receive a massive 25% off any AquaTrue water purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code VELVET25 at checkout. Also, AquaTrue offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee and a 30-day money-back program. That's 25% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code VELVET25. Yeah. Um, There is an episode where, which I'll hold forever, um, my father passed away uh, almost three years ago. He's my best friend. And... I don't remember what episode, maybe it was towards the end. And I got to visit my parents before Luann's engagement party on that boat. And um, I got to visit my parents in Boca before I went to West Palm. And, uh, and uh, I, I just watched it like a couple of weeks ago. And I, and I talk about how I love my dad and he's my best friend. And, and I have that forever on television. You know, it's like a, a home video and um, I miss him so much, you know, so I had that forever. And, and those, you know, these are real live home videos, you know, so I had, you know, I'm so grateful for that. And, um, you know, the, when I say like one season isn't enough to show who you are, you know, because you play a character of yourself. So like, you know, you get these trolls on Instagram or social media, they're, they're like, you are drug addict you're crazy I'm like I didn't really I don't really put drugs in my calzone you know like that's how they that's how they want you you know whatever but uh yeah that I I was really upset about I'm like oh my god please don't but it all worked out at the end and uh, I you know I mean like the show made me look like I can't even boil water when I you know I like literally I'm, I'm like Home Depot's number one customer. They have a certain <laughs> way of editing, right? Yeah. Um, but, but at the end of those season, I was happy with how, you know, I looked and whatever, but, you know, um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go back. I mean, I was, it was fun. It you was would fun go back if you were asked. Right. Um, maybe. Yeah. I, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe I mean I wouldn't go back. Maybe maybe I'm doing Miami. No, Miami started here. Have you watched? Miami's there. I was just gonna say. I mean, do you? Boca's not so far from Miami. Like, do you know any of the Miami girls? Like Larsa Pippen, Alexia, Marisol. I don't know. I don't know them. But I basically live in Miami since we opened up this um, place at the Thayena Bazaar. So. Maybe it could be an option. I know the producers, they, um, they're the same producers as, uh, as New York. I don't know. Who knows? We might see one. I mean, that make, you're down there. That makes sense, you know? Who knows? I yeah. have more to say about that in a second. Do you have any lows from your time? Like anything stand out as like just ugh, that was like a bad fight or that was the drama that just stays with me? Um. I think my, um, the ending of my marriage, how it was, uh, um, well, nothing that went out the gossip of my marriage, you know, all the, it it never came from my mouth. 
you know, it came from someone else, so I'm not going to say who, you know. Um, but I think that person used um, me being on the show and the media as his narrative. And uh, that's why I stepped off, you know, for my kid's sake. And um, it's unfortunate um, that that happens, you know. So I, I feel like that was, um, that was a low for me, you know. And you did step off. Listen, I work for myself. I had my own business, but way back, I used to practice law. I have a whole background. I've been fired from like, oh yeah, I used to be a lawyer. I mean, I'm still a lawyer, but I just don't practice, but I've been fired from lots of jobs. No shade, but you truly stepped away. Cause you know, sometimes we say that and the real truth is look, Bravo let you go. And that's okay. Cause I mean, I've been fired. So is that really true? You stepped away because of all that stuff that was going on with your marriage and your kids. Well, the deal was, is that I had to have, the kids had to be on the show. Um, you have, it's a reality show. You have to talk about your marriage and what's going on in your real life. And I wasn't allowed to, um, uh, at, at the reunion, um, I was told I couldn't talk about what was going on in my divorce from my attorneys and they were so respectful. Bravo. And I have an amazing relationship and, but the following season, um, you know, that was a deal breaker. So I said, I can't, and I can't have my kids on the show. So right. I had to, I, we, we decided it wasn't going to work out. And you would have had to talk about it because that's just the reality of what was going on. I mean, in it, was, it was the biggest thing. It was the biggest thing ever, you know, and, and it really was. I mean, it lasted seven years later. I, I just got divorced September 15th, 2020. It took that long, but um, I have full custody of my children, final decision-making, 100% sharing time now because he doesn't see the kids. So it's amazing. You know, it all worked out. That's really good. Well, I know you yeah. say you think like the first three seasons of Roni were like the classic seasons, but if you look at like lists that, you know, Bravo historians make and people that really write about this, season eight is listed either as like the number one season or like in the top two or three. A lot I because know. it's really like the number that that's on all these lists. I mean, okay, let's face it. A lot of it was because of, you know, Bethany bringing this thing to Luann and Luann saying, please let it not be about Tom. And guess what? It was about Tom. It really was. Yeah. You know, Luann wasn't even supposed to be to hold an apple. She was supposed to just be a friend. Right. Right. And then she ended up sitting next to Andy Cohen at the reunion. Can you believe it? A main character. It, it was incredible. Um, that season was really, I mean, we had the highest ratings ever. I think for New York, especially, it was one of the first times, like, something real, you know, now it happens all the time, with like, Erica Jane and Jen Shaw, and, like, but that was, like, oh, my God, like, this is real, like, this is bigger than the show, that, like, mm-hmm. one of these people married someone, and this, like, this is, like, your real life. I mean, even though it was supposed to be your life, it was, like, so big about what was going on in kind of a shocking right. way. Do you remember that whole, like, you know, you had this scene with Luann where, you know, you were talking about your father being sick and she was talking about, I can't believe Bethany did this to me. I mean, not yeah, to laugh the at, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's like, of course Luann is talking about this and how Bethany thinks about her. And... Well, I mean, I felt really bad for her. I mean, who walks in and it's like, you're a fucking whore. And I mean, who does that? I mean, Bethany is special and she's mean. And she, that was really like, I would have died if somebody did that to me. Um, however, my father was really, sick and 
there is, um, I'm sorry, somebody's walking. Uh, sorry, I'm at the store. You're at your space. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, she, she just was a little bit insensitive and it was like, you know, my dad's dying and Bethany called you a whore, you know. <laughs> take a minute, it was a, real, a little bit selfish, but I, I didn't really take it that serious, but the whole world did. Were you the as- whole sh- world. The whole world did. They were like, Luann, this is like classic Luann here. Were you as shocked? It wasn't that, a good look. It wasn't, that wasn't her best look. Were you as no. shocked as this whole, like, you know, Tom is kissing someone at the Regency. I put the Regency at the map. Like when you were in it filming, were you like, oh my God, like what the hell's going on? I mean, then she married him. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought it was a little bit sketchy that Bethany you know, Bethany, the whole season was talking shit about her, you know, and you remember that time at Joanne's at the restaurant when I went off on Bethany, because we were really good friends in the beginning of the season. And then, you know, Dorinda, I remember Dorinda started to tell me how she was talking shit about me and my eating disorder. And, you know, for a girl that says she knows it all, and especially the skinny girl and, and how her mother had this eating disorder and she, and how I'm sick. And, you know, especially somebody that knows all about eating disorders wouldn't put someone who is in recovery of an eating disorder um, to shame or to make them uncomfortable because that's the genesis of it, you know? And I, um, I've been in recovery for over 20 years. Um, I like to talk about it. I'm supposed to talk about it because my mantra is secrets keep you sick. And the whole point of being open about it is, is uh, to not keep it a secret, you know, like that's, that's, I mean, to talk about it on national t- television was, was a big step in my recovery, you know, and, um, and she took that as a, listen, you're not supposed to, like, it depends who you talk to, right? Like, I had no choice. These were the girls on the show, right? So I shared it with them. But outside the show, I wouldn't share it with them. You know, you, they wouldn't be my choice friends. But she held it against me and, and she made me feel bad. I cried. And, uh, and then I hear her talking bad about Luann, right? And it, and it pissed me off. And that's what set me off at Joanne's. Lu, I thought it was weird that all of a sudden she wouldn't go to Luann's engagement party. Um, Carol knew about... I think this is off the record. You guys don't know about this, but Carol knew that Tom was cheating on Luann at the, at the um, engagement party. Bethany wouldn't go because she thought it was not authentic, right? So she met us in Miami. Carol was a spy. So she was on the phone with Bethany the whole time. You, I don't think you guys knew that, right? I don't know. I've had Carol on So I'm telling show. you, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you inside, inside. It's like, <laughs> I know so much. And then at times I'm like, do I know this? Because I know this from somebody or do we all know this? I literally, I'm seriously get confused, but go on. 
tis the season. And I've been hearing from so many of you that what you're thankful for this year is honey love. Why? Because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. Honey love has revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. There's no reason you should still be dealing with uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat in your bras and undergarments. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the needs for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, you won't want to take it off. So many of you write to me and say that you sleep in your Honey Love bra because you forget you even have a bra on. Their best-selling crossover bra is so comfortable, it's bound to be your new go-to. All the ladies in my life are getting Honey Love bras and shapewear this holiday season. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 50% off site-wide at honeylove.com slash velvet this month only. Inventory is limited and the sale ends soon, so don't miss their best deals of the year. After you purchase, we'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good thanks to Honey Love. Yesterday, I had one of those days in New York where I was on the go all day, so I had a dress for like a morning brunch, afternoon coffee, then a movie, then out for drinks at night, which is not easy to do, but I looked cute. It was a great day until it started to pour. I did not have an umbrella because I was not expecting rain. I ended up getting a little wet, still showed up for dinner cute, but my feet and socks were dry as can be. That's because I had on my Vessies. I wore my Vessies because it's hard to find a pair of shoes that would look cute for a morning brunch, afternoon coffee, and a night out in New York City. Vessies do, but the best thing, they're waterproof. So rain, mud, slush, and snow, your feet and socks stay completely dry. They're comfortable, they're lightweight, and they're attractive and stylish. So if you're gearing up for the ultimate Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping spree, and you're eager to snag the best deals on footwear, this season, head to Vessi.com slash velvet and dive into their Black Friday Cyber Monday sale from 1117 to 1127. Go to Vessi.com slash velvet and enjoy exclusive discounts during Vessi's biggest sale of the year. You know, I love staying in all day and doing this podcast. You know, actually, Americans spend 90% of their time indoors. And around the holidays, it can seem like even more. That's all great. But listen, according to the EPA, indoor air can be as much as 100 times more polluted than outdoor air. That's why I have an air doctor. With a high-quality air purifier, all you have to do is breathe, which is why you too need air doctor. Air doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses a filter that's been independently tested to capture 99.9% of tested bacteria and viruses. It's time to get peace of mind with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. For Black Friday, Air Doctor is offering a limited-time exclusive deal to my podcast listeners. With promo code VELVET23, you can save up to $350 off pure fires, 20% off filters, and get a free three-year extended warranty on any purifiers in your cart. Don't miss out on this amazing offer and head to airdoctorpro.com and shop using the code VELVET23. Welcome to the country's most exclusive boarding school, Bishop Gray, where rules mean nothing and money means everything. Academy is a new scripted podcast that follows Ava Richards, played by HBO Industries' Myhala Harold, a brilliant scholarship student who has to quickly adapt to her new 
newfound E or B E N world. Her ambitions take hold and her values bend in hopes of becoming the first scholarship student to make the list. Bishop Gray's all coveted academic top 10 curated by the headmaster himself. Becoming a chosen one means she's on the path to big things. After realizing there's no way she'll make the list on her own, she accepts an invitation to an underground society that promises her one of the 10 coveted spots. If she bends to their will for her own success, she could have everything she's ever dreamed of. But at what cost? Ava must navigate a game of high stakes chess and risk throwing it all away for love. If she makes the right moves, she could be set for love. But one misstep could cost her everything. Academy takes you into the world of a cutthroat private school where power, money, and sex collide in a game of life and death. Prime members, you can binge all 10 episodes of Academy on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Okay, well, that's the truth. (laughs) Okay, so that's the truth. Carol knew about this the whole time. And she's calling Bethany. Um, Bethany won't go because she can't, you know, she doesn't support Luann's marriage. And uh, and um, then uh, Bethany meets us in Miami. She starts crying and telling uh, Luann that uh, Tom is cheating on her, which is so... I like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you don't even like Luann. So why do you even fucking care? You know? And it, it just, I couldn't believe that this was real. Like I thought, I'm like, this is very, this is like, you could win an Oscar, right? I just felt a little bit awkward because I'm the only one that didn't hook up with Tom. Right? Yes. And Pretty Dorinda, much. but Dorinda knew, Dorinda knew Tom. She set them up. I just felt a little bit like I, I'm a little bit out of this story, but I kind of, supported Luann because like no matter what like you just want your friend to be happy I don't you know whatever she wants I just want her to be happy if she wants to be with Tom maybe like behind who knows maybe they have like that arrangement you know maybe they swing I don't know you know whatever you (laughs) You know why do you think well, you know, it recently came out, this rumor. I mean, I had Luann on my show. The rumor now is that Bethany set this whole thing up, that she set up Tom at the Regency. Like, she set up a girl to go in there and, like, kiss Tom. This is the rumor. It's out there. I asked Luann. I don't when she believe was, that. You don't? No. And the, the rumor also was that she has private investigators following all of us to, like, you know, spy on us. It's, it's, Bethany doesn't have that much power, you know, no. No. So we don't believe that there's private investigators that Bethany has you guys found. We don't believe that she set this whole picture up of Tom kissing someone at the Regency just to bring it to Luann's attention. No, I, I believe that people can lie, though. You know, that costs a lot of money. I mean, you know, I, I think that she would rather buy really amazing thigh-high Akazura boots, right? Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, right for the same price. Well, you say like she doesn't have that much power, but why do you think like, listen, like she, like you said, like she kind of did slut shame, well, not kind of, she basically slut shamed Luann in the Berkshires. She is- She's intimidating. Yeah, she's very intimidating. She has power that way. And she's also like shaming you about your eating disorder, which right, you're sharing this on a national platform, which is helping people. I mean, there's, you mean to tell me you didn't hear from a ton of people that that helped? 
So like, but no one really comes for her. Like why, if, if, if Luann or Ramona did this, the public outcry would be like crazy. Well, it drove me crazy because I was the only one that said something, but they did come for her season nine and 10, right? Carol, Carol did actually. I was, I was blown away. Carol went, Carol was so, was it season nine? Yeah. When they, when it was Bethany against Carol, right? Yeah, either nine or ten or yeah, maybe ten. Yeah, I think ten. Her last, her last season, when Carol run, ran the marathon, her outfits were on point, so amazing, and she went after Bethany, and so did Ramona. It was the, it was Carol's strong. I was so blown away because Carol was always Bethany's parrot, right? And yeah. then she blew my mind. I was so, it was so incredible because she's she- smart. She's in a way, you're saying also that she was a better friend to Luann than Luann thinks, because if she knew this whole thing about Tom, I guess you could argue, I mean, she didn't really bring it, she kept it to herself. I mean, I guess you could argue that's a good friend, but I guess you could argue that's a bad friend as well. I guess you could argue both ways. Yeah, well, she married him anyway, right? She did marry him anyway. So I assume yeah. there's no love lost between you and Bethany. You guys don't stay in touch today. Well, we shared the same attorney, divorce attorney. And um, when this, the season was over, we uh, just like a little text back and forth, like, I hope you're okay, you know. Like, we had the same attorney, so like, good luck, you know, you know, great attorney, whatever, something funny in common. But, you know, we, no, we're not friends. It's not like she but texted thought- you. Now that your divorce is final and said, mine took a long time too, honey. Let's not, nothing <laughs> no, like that. No, but I, but I do wish her the best. And I think she's doing great. And she, you know what? She is a very amazing businesswoman. I'm a, you know, she's a great, you know, what she does in charity and, you know, the B whatever in the Puerto Rico is amazing. Be I was strong. just in Puerto Rico, by the way. Yes. It's, it's incredible. She, she is someone to look up to. she is and she knew what she was doing on the show right she knew to like use this as a platform to launch a business i mean that's the key oh oh my god totally are there people here you know i mean um yeah right she made so and she's great on tell she's great on tell yeah she's you know what she's great on television she just uses it in her way and she's incredibly funny right do you watch Roni like since you've since your season has ended? All these years, I watched last. I watched last season, um, with uh, Ebony, who I oh, love. Yeah. I think she's so smart, and Leah. It wasn't. I don't. I wouldn't say it was the best season. I think, but I think they did the best that they could do for COVID. You know, it must have been very difficult. Um, I watched, I just started watching uh, Miami because I'm here, you know, um, but I don't, it's hard to watch TV. I don't have time. Do you, do you watch it? It's Obviously. really, it's come now to the fact that like, I watch it for this job, period. I mean, would I watch it anyway? <laughs> sure. But I, I don't, like, I won't watch Miami for weeks until I'm like, oh, wait, I have Alexia coming on my show. Now I have to watch Miami. Okay. Like, so right. I watch it. Like I am so busy also that then when somebody's coming on, I'm like, well, now I have to catch up and watch 12 episodes. So I kind of watch right. it like that for this job. A lot of it. What? Honestly. I feel bad for you. <laughs> do, do you see, do you see how dedicated I am to the job, Jules? 
<laughs> um, well, last season, you're right. Like, I mean, I didn't think it was a horrible season like everyone else in the world said, but you're right. Like to your point, it wasn't a great season. I mean, the ratings were down, like, you know, and a lot of people said it was because like Ebony, you know, and this, and I, I know Ebony really well in real life. Like this really, there's no acting here. Like this is her existence, like talking about like black excellence and like, you know, the role of like the black woman. And like, this is just her thing as it should be. Like, do you like, you know, so there was this whole, the ratings are down because nobody wants to hear about race on housewives. Where do you stand on that? Like, do you think we should talk about these topics that are more serious and housewives or should we keep it where it I is? Think, no, I think that, um, like, within, yeah, like, why not? But within, like, so that people, you know, it's like being a parent to my kids. Like, I have to learn to my son, Jagger, like, how when to stop so he doesn't lose his attention, you know? Like, like I can carry on, carry on, carry on, and then he, he loses it, and then he loses the message, right? It's entertainment, kind of. So... Like maybe, like I was very interested in what Ebony was saying. She's very articulate and very, she speaks like so, like her voice is so amazing, right? But then maybe she went too much that like people get bored, right? Because Bravo is an entertainment show. It's after 9 p.m. People want to be entertained. Like it's kind of like, there's a lot of fighting. There's, you know, actually I didn't like the fighting part. Like I want to be laughing, right? But they don't want to be also, they want to be important, but they want to be, what, what's the formula? You want to laugh, cry, and and be intrigued or whatever, A right? little bit of it so, all, yeah. Yeah, so maybe not so much intriguing, you know? <laughs> so. I mean, I, I told her, like, I did learn things, honestly. Like, there are things that I didn't know as a white male. I yeah. mean, okay, I'm gay, but that's, I still, there are things that I'm like, oh, wow, I really, truly learned things from Ebony. Yeah, it season. was, like, it honestly. was refreshing. Yeah. It was refreshing, but maybe... She needs to like um add in a little like humor and a, a drama or something. Well, here but we are. Otherwise, she's beautiful. Yeah. And you know they're trying to fix the show now and figure out what to do. Well, we have three. I say uh, throw Sonia into the OG category, like Luann, Ramona, Sonia. Who do you think it's time to? Who Who do you think should be back out of those three? I'm not even involving. So- oh, the, Sonia, uh, Sonia. I oh yeah, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. I- love her she's so great you love she's so funny yeah because you know I know her personally and she is so smart and she's so funny I think I think um I think well I think Ramona and Luann I love them too but I think they've had their time you know but maybe all three of them you know it's time for a new cast that's what heather thompson and carol said on my show they said they think we should everyone should be scrapped and let's just start over yeah i think so too and i think that you know new york city is like the most fabulous chicest city in the world in the world you know it's the most expensive city in the world too right um like look at beverly hills they're so glamorous they're wearing gowns they're flying private jets um mansions diamonds why is it that the real house of the new york they're in one bedroom park rental apartments park you know like it's not it's not this is not new york city right i, I say this all the time all the time 
And like living in New York, it's the same thing. I go right to the floor. I'm like, that's like a rental and like a one bedroom. It's a parquet floor. Like this is how like and a normal Chelsea? person lives. Right. Yeah. No, like that's, that's the apartment I lived in when I was 22, you know? And I think that that's not New York. Like let's, where's, where's that fifth Avenue on the central park? Like house. Right. I say that like not to be a snob, but like, yes, like I'm not saying like these people like Ramona's not starving to death, but I agree. I think the American person wants to see disgusting opulence in New York City, like we see in Beverly Hills. And we have tons of. Yeah. Yes. I mean. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I I agree. (laughs) I I think they're trying. I think that's what they're trying to do. I mean, it's going to be a completely diverse cast, of course, but they're really, I think, going to try to go for real. Yeah. And it's not about age. Like, I know that they were trying to get a younger cast. Who cares? I think that that's the interesting story. Like, and and also where they're filming, you know, like the, the Calzone scene. The reason why that happened. Okay. I was on the phone with my best friend, Corey. And I'm like, he's like, oh, so where are you filming? I'm like, I'm on the way to this pizzeria where we take our kids for the birthday parties. And when they make their own pizza, I go, can you believe I'm going to, to dinner with like 50, 60 year olds to where we take our three-year-olds for the birthday parties where you build your, he's like, Jules, you got to make a hot pocket and throw everything in your purse in there. And I just happened to break my vagina. So I had like light, you know, everything. And I'm like, oh my God, that's hilarious. And now to this day, I want to kill him. I'm like, look what you did to me. So that's why that scene came and they, and they made me look like I was a crackhead, but it wasn't meant to be that way, you know, just whatever. It's like who you're with and it wasn't funny, but it was funny to me, you know, but, um, but like, why did we film there? You know, it's really hard to get though, like places where you usually go like Soho house or Le Bernardine, they won't, um, They're not gonna allow they don't it. want you to yeah so it's really hard like even stores like intermix or whatever like the only place jeffrey's was the only place that i would shop maybe you know would uh let us film there but you know bergdorf's won't let us intermix you know they don't want it that's the thing about New York, as opposed to like in Orange County or whatever, Potomac, like, right, the top restaurants and places in New York, like, they don't care about New York housewives or any housewives. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't want cameras. They go out of their way. Like Soho House would never allow cameras. They're just like. I mean, no. they don't let you talk on the phone there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's also, there's a lot of finance money in New York and like finance men you know, or women whoever's working at the firm is not allowed to be on tv like they don't it's like in the contract you can't go be on a reality show a lot of it no right so that's mm-hmm. a lot of it but do you think well you know there's also all what do you think about the age you mentioned it like you were 35 you know did you realize how young you were as a housewife when you were on the show <laughs> um t- i did um but uh I'm, i mean my best friend down here is 90 she's so cool I love Frankie. I love her. And I never go out for lunch. I only go out to lunch with Frankie. She's not, she's 90. We're 50 years apart. Um, age doesn't matter. It's like, it's like your connection. Right. Um, so it really didn't matter. Dorinda and I were so close, but, um, but they really made me feel like I was not, you know, I was like out of that, like I didn't, belong you know they mean like 
like I couldn't like I cracked jokes they wouldn't they were like mono face you know like I couldn't really connect with them I only connected with Dorinda but although like off camera Bethany and I were great in the beginning Ramona and I hung out the summer before we were great and Luann and I did Sonia and I did it's just it was different like I feel like on camera everyone was sending for themselves camera time you know and they were really good at it um you know did you, but, well, no, that is how it is. And did you feel also, you also have a group of very strong, like, voices, like Ramona, Sonia, mm -hmm. and, like, did you find it hard to get a word in edgewise? Like, wait, what did I sign up for? Like, everyone is. Uh, um, sometimes, yes. Well, when it had to do with Tom, I just was like, I don't even know. I didn't really have a story there. I was the only one that didn't have sex with him. I didn't even know who he was. Um, I can only put my opinion in if I had one, but, uh, but it, it was fine. I was fine with it. It was what? fine. I had a great time. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What about, you know, like there is all this now, like with Ebony and even like you look at like Crystal Kong Minkoff, like, you know, first Asian American, you know, quote unquote. Yeah, wait, hold on. I was the first Asian American. Why do they say that? <laughs> well, that's the point that I was just going to make, right? Yeah. What is going on here? Is, wait, I don't even know who she is. I heard somebody told me that. Is she half Asian, half American, or is she full Asian? I believe that full Asian and she's on Beverly Hills and we have Tiffany Moon on Dallas, which Dallas has canceled. But there is this now rollout. Dallas is canceled? Yeah, it was canceled like maybe six months ago-ish. No way. Oh, Alice is gone. Jules, it's gone. But that's the thing, you know, we even had like Joyce Gerard, who is from Puerto Rico on Beverly Hills in season four. We have these situations and now it's like we're rolling out the first of this and the first of that. I'm like, not really. We had like Fernanda Rocha. She's Brazilian. She was a friend of on OC in the past. Like, right. So you really were right. You're half. You were the first Asian housewife. Half, yeah, but that counts. We should. I should start a campaign. They should pay homage to you, right? Yeah, I'm going to start a a campaign. A tag. I'm going to make you the president. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get like justice for Jules, but I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just a statement of like where we are now. That you know, but I mean, Bravo, I think has been better with diversity and inclusion than people think. In a way, do you know? I mean. I yes, don't know. there Maybe is. Maybe they have a long way to go. There's, there actually is a hashtag justice for jewels out there. It makes me laugh so hard. It is so funny, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it hard right now. What is, is the, the justice the, for jewels? What is it for? I mean, I could think of a lot of things that it could be for. Like, what is it for? I don't know. Some people put it up there, like because I was the one season wonder. It's so funny and embarrassing, but um, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to bring it back. Like, what's that uh, Asian woman? The, the second Asian American? Tiffany Moon. Although I think technically, personally, she was cast first. I mean, to be honest with you, I think she was. She was cast first? I believe, yeah, 99%. Like, Dallas and it was all happening at once. But, like, Dallas was technically filming before Beverly Hills. So I think really Tiffany was before Crystal, if you want my opinion. Dallas, Pretty. well, Dallas in season eight, we filmed it at the same time. This first season of Dallas. Yeah. 
do you watch other franchises or you're really just hardcore <laughs> with Miami now? Like you're loving Miami. Um, I just watched Miami for the first time yesterday. So like episode one, it's good. I don't right? know. Like it's, or do you feel it's yeah. not an accurate representation of Miami? No, it's totally accurate. It's very, whoa. I, don't I mean, know. you have I, Larsa. I have to watch. I, you see, I don't even know who that is. So I, um, that's how much I like it, but, but I like Scotty Pippen's wife. Scotty Pippen's wife. Um, that would be Larsa. Jules knows that. We are about to get more into the season of RHOM. Does everyone want to see Jules on RHOM? Listen, Boca and Miami are not that far away, guys. You know, she's in Miami right now during this freaking talk. We talk more about her epic season of Roni. Please don't let it be about Tom. We get more into that. We get more into Bethany. We reveal something that Jules and Bethany have in common regarding their divorces. We're just getting started. This talk kind of went on, guys, and, you know, it was just, there's a lot to come. So stay tuned for part two of our chat with Jules, Weinstein, R-H-O-N-Y, coming tomorrow. I hope you like this part two. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.